Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast, The Pleasure Path, all about love, dating, relationships, and femininity. I help successful spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. Texting and communicating with the masculine. Don't make these five mistakes. How we show up over text does affect our dating life for better or worse. Tune in for an important episode on winning in love and winning his heart over text. Hello, ladies. Do you ever feel stuck when you're texting with the masculine? If so, you might be making one of these five mistakes. And so I want to share with you the top five things that I see us mess up on when we're texting with the masculine, and it might be keeping you from getting to that next date or getting from the date to the relationship. So I'm Violet Lang. I'm so glad you're here. I'm an expert on love, dating, and relationships. And let's face it, a huge part of relationships is texting especially in the modern world. You know, a lot of people will go weeks when they're first getting to know someone without ever having a phone conversation, sometimes even months, even if they're actually building a relationship. So, you know, some people will say you should never use text. You should only use text for things like logistics. But truthfully, a lot of people don't want to talk on the phone all the time, men and women. And I find that the younger someone is, the less that they want to spend a lot of time talking on the phone and texting is just what happens. Now, texting actually is beautiful. Texting is just a tool. The apps are a tool. Texting is a tool. You know, everything in our life that's technology-based can be used for good or for evil. And so we might as well use these technologies in a a healthy way for our relationship, in a way that that builds connection and builds closeness. But the things that can go wrong are, are this. You know, the first thing that I see women suffering with when it comes to texting the masculine is overanalyzing. We get into our head. Unfortunately, we have this track record on our phone. We have like all of our messages and it's so easy to go back and reread and look for what went wrong. Like, oh, he didn't reply to me. It's because I said the wrong thing or, you know, I, I waited too long to respond or I responded too quickly or I texted him too often. And it's not that we don't have ways to improve, which is why I'm doing this Facebook Live tonight about texting with the masculine. But if we're stuck in our head and rereading our messages It's going to put us in a place of probably feeling ashamed or frustrated or anxious. So if this has ever happened to you, that you've ever reread the text messages or overanalyzed what you said, just give me a heart or a thumbs up so I know that that resonates with you. So first mistake that we oftentimes will make is making ourselves wrong, overanalyzing, getting stuck in our head, and and it's hard to build relationship from that place. So as women, we typically are really good at problem solving and really good at um, changing ourselves in order to get approval. Uh, This phenomenon one of my teachers used to call daddy's little soldier. It's like we want our dad's approval. We want our dad's love. We want our dad's affection. And so we become a little more masculine. We become driven. We become competitive. We become uh, goal focused and we want to do it right. And there's nothing wrong with doing it right. But texting is an art. It's not a science. So I'm going to clear up some of the things that might be happening to get in your head. Things that you can do instead are to get in your body and get in your heart. And a lot of women feel blocked in one of these two areas. They either don't know how to access their heart or they don't know how to access their body. And in order to create a great relationship on text, in person, all of it, we need to integrate our head, our heart, and our body. So that's the first mistake that I see the most common and where I feel so much compassion for you and for all women because, again, we want to do it right 
but we need to love ourselves more than, than beat ourselves up. So the second mistake that oftentimes we will make when texting with the masculine is expecting him to reciprocate with the same emotional intensity. Have you ever kind of given up a little bit and pulled back your energy or, you know, like put your phone on silent and not responded for a while. And all of a sudden he's sending you longer messages. When we shift our energy, the masculine changes how they respond to us. It's just how it goes. But so often we're the one feeding the fire. We're emotionally effusive or we're, you know, sending really long messages or tons of hearts and kissy faces. And he's sending back like, cool, or okay, or yeah, fine. You know, he's sending back one or two words. And then we feel really frustrated. So then we go into even more like story and drama. We overanalyze like I was talking about in the first mistake. And then we get in a place where we feel frustrated and bitter and resentful. And I don't want you to have to feel that way. So the, the, no, the second thing is to know that the masculine just texts in very different ways. And if you're in your masculine energy sometimes, which we all are sometimes because we all have masculine and feminine, you probably get in this place too. You know, if one of your girlfriends is texting you 18 times in a row, you're not going to write her back this huge long novel. You'll be like, I'm going to get to that later because it's just too much to digest. So we all have like this capacity or this threshold for what we can absorb emotionally. And a lot of times as women, we're throwing a lot at our partner or potential partner and he's not reciprocating. And that's okay because he's probably overwhelmed, not in a headspace to respond to your emotional and effusive texts. Um, and when I say emotional, it's not bad. It's good to be able to be in touch with your emotions. But I encourage you to not expect him to reciprocate in the same way. And so therefore, don't be hurt if he's not also texting you back 500 hearts and you know sending you super long messages. And you can shift that when you shift your energy. And that's something that I spend a lot of time teaching my clients how to do. Let's dive into the third one, dun, 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 is getting into too much of our details of our day. Now, I'm guilty of this sometimes too, because I like to share. I'm an extrovert. I like to talk. I like to text. It's just my nature. But sometimes as women, we get really focused on the short term and we get really focused on the details, like what we bought at Target or the crazy thing our boss said to us or, you know, the, the fear that came up when we were talking to our child. Those are all beautiful. But if we get into a lot of detail about our day, Again, it can be not the right format. If you have a five-hour dinner date and you want to talk about a bunch of different stuff, amazing. But text might not be the place to share all the nitty-gritty details or the person you're texting with will probably tune out. Now, if you've been dating someone or together for five years, you're going to be talking about a lot of the details because you've already built this cadence in this relationship. But if you are just getting to know someone... I encourage you to date in a way and speak in a way that's intentional with your texting. So I don't want you to feel like you have to sit on your hands or walk on eggshells, but just consider, am I texting things that are really intentional for building connection and playfulness and fun? Or am I just spewing? <laughs> am I just texting the same things that I would text my girlfriends? Because like it or not, the texting relationship you develop with a partner or potential partner is and, and will be and should be different than the sort of texts that you send your girlfriends. A lot of times women will be like, I'm so frustrated by this. Why do I have to change? Why isn't he learning how to communicate with me? I mean, a lot of men are learning how to communicate better. They are learning through their workplace or through, you know, taking programs like the ones that I offer that my husband does or through reading books or all of those things. But 
we can't always expect them to do all the work for us and it needs to be a two-way street. So we need to learn the language of texting with the masculine, which is why we're all watching right now, just like the masculine needs to learn the art of, of texting with the feminine. So, um, so yeah, those are the top three and we're going to have two more. So the last two, the fourth one is, I'm guilty of this too sometimes, is being passive aggressive where we're not saying how we feel. We're saying it's fine when it's not really fine. Or we're saying if he cancels us, let's say for a date, we're saying, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Your boss is such a jerk. I hope you feel better. And inside we're actually fuming. You know, it's anytime we're saying something that's that's passive or playing the cool girl, but it's not actually how we feel. And then those resentments build up and it gets, it can get kind of rude or, or acerbic or it just never really builds the intimacy and the closeness. So ideally you do share your truth. If you're feeling pissed off about him, you know, canceling last minute, you have every right to feel pissed off. Maybe you share that over text. Maybe you wait till the next time you talk or the next time you see him, or maybe you don't see him again if he's canceling last minute. So the point is not that you can't share your emotions, but be careful if you fall into this trap of, I've gotta be nice or I've gotta be the cool girl because it's gonna erode the authenticity of the connection. Better to not say much at all. Just say like, wow, bummer, and leave it at that. It's expressing that you are annoyed, but it's not going into a ton of detail. And it's also not coddling him or, or you know, making it seem just okay. And then the fifth one is asking too many questions without enough playfulness. So how many of you ever get into a habit of being super curious about your partner and asking them a bunch of questions, but then they don't reciprocate? Uh, this happens all the time. Women will be like, he's not curious about me. I'm asking him like some pretty fun and cool questions and he's not responding or he's responding with one word answers or I'd ask him three questions and he only responded to one of them. Again, the masculine isn't necessarily trying to be a jerk, although some men are. Uh, they just might not be putting the attention on it that they that we would want. You know, they might not be making the time. And if we're peppering them with questions, it will start to feel like an interview. So we don't want our curiosity to become bigger than their attention to us. I want you to feel adored. I want you to feel like he's drawing you out and staying curious about you. But the masculine tends to think and speak slower. They, they just do. <laughs> Men and women alike, when we're in our masculine, it's like we're so focused that we're not necessarily connecting to our heart and to our feelings and our curiosity in the same way. So we're focused on whatever our focus is and not on these different layers and these different depths of relationships and relating. So if you feel like you're asking a ton of questions, you need to come back to a sense of playfulness. So playfulness, warmth, mystery, how to have the right energetic and emotional balance, how to integrate our head, our heart, our body. These are all things that I work with my clients on because like I said, texting is an art and communicating is such a huge part of relationship, both verbally, but also non-verbally. I can't tell you how many times like clockwork, I work with a woman on her energy and shift her energy. And then the things in her relationship change, the things in her dating change. And I know that sounds a little bit woo woo. It's not like we're shifting her energy in some crazy way. It's just getting her in touch with her head, her heart, her body, and also getting her in touch with what she really wants. So she's not settling and she's not resorting to these kind of passive aggressive techniques that maybe served her in past relationships when she was dating someone who wasn't high quality. 
but won't really build a connection with a, with a high quality attuned partner. So instead of making these mistakes, I want everyone to feel confident about texting with the masculine, about using this tool and this technology to build a relationship that you want and knowing how and when to be really vulnerable on text or to be effusive or to let someone know that you miss them. There's a time and a place for all of that, but we have to build the relationship uh, with a lot of confidence, with a lot of skill, and also with a lot of trust within ourselves that no matter what, we're going to be okay. And there is an abundance of men. We don't have to cling to one particular person or beat ourselves up if something's not working in that relationship. We can just choose something better for ourselves. I really feel like we can be empowered in our relationships. We don't have to just repeat the old patterns or play the damsel in distress. Like this is a skill you can learn just like everything else. If you need some help with your communication, with your texting and with your energy, integrating your head, your heart and your body to have better results with your texting and with your relationships, then just reach out, go to violetlang.com forward slash talk. Thanks for tuning in and turning on for healthy love because better relationships mean more power, more creativity, and a better planet. I'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness, and it starts with you. Please subscribe to my show and leave a review.